Farpoot's very close to my Palico in uh, Monster Hunter. Fart barf. Fart barf. <laughs> R.I.P. Fart barf. He's um, still alive. Oh, okay. Are you I still just, playing it? I just don't play Monster Hunter anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got kind of over it pretty... I, I got a lot of play out of it. I'm yeah. not, I don't regret buying it, but I just got enough. Got enough. So you want to talk about video games is what you're saying. I always want to talk about video games. Don't play the keyboard. Do I need to take your keyboard? Have you ever played <laughs> keyboard video game? Um, no. <laughs> you put me in the Kyle chair and you tell me not to fiddle with stuff. I don't know what you want me and to do And you put here. all these fiddle bits in front of me. <laughs> Literally 52 cards of fiddle bits. However many keys there are, I don't know. Lots. Lots. All right. Well, welcome to WASD, Curated Indie Games. I'm Joey. And I'm Ari. And we're going to talk about video games. So, Mari. That's what everyone thinks my fucking name is because I don't know how to goddamn speak clearly. You? Yeah. Oh, and I'm Mari? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, hey, Mari. I'm like, Mari whoa, is not whoa, whoa. a name. That's happened more than once? It happens all the goddamn time. Really? All the goddamn time because I don't know how to enunciate. <laughs> <laughs> and I also refuse not to use contractions. So I will not say, I am Ari. I always say, I'm Ari. And they're like, Ari's a fake name. So I'm assuming you mean Mari. Which is less of a fake name to my ears for no fucking... Even though I've never heard of a person named Mari. I can introduce you. You want to do a run of me introducing you? <laughs> no. And my, and my co-host, Mari. That, no. <laughs> it's... I'm Mari. <laughs> it's an African oh, name. Oh, you're, you're Imari. Imari. Exactly. Oh, okay. Can't you tell by my head wrap? It's like Erica Badu style. I was kind of wondering what that was about. Anyway, video games. Video games. Are you done with Monster Hunter? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much done with it. All right. Well, unless they do like some kind of like Thanos tie-in, Fortnite style. <laughs> they're probably about. Well, I know they're releasing more shit still. Yeah, I wasn't. Didn't they do like a Konami tie-in? Oh no, no, Devil May Cry tie-in. Devil May Cry and Street Fighter. Yeah, you can like, walk. You can run around as Ryu. More shit like that. I'll probably I'll probably check it out again. But like, I don't know. That's the same odds of me checking out Destiny Two again, which I I probably won't. In all Ever? honesty, I mean, I at this point I see stuff. It's like, oh, the new DLC sounds pretty good. I'm still, I don't know. I have a lot of other stuff. I'm already out. You know, when you're yeah. like in it, it's it's uh, kind of keeps you moving. Mm -hmm. But once you're out, I just don't. Uh, the hooks. It, it takes see, a lot to get that inertia back. You detach the hooks. Yeah. So I, I can't say I, it, the hooks were very deep with Monster Hunter, but it was. I don't regret playing it. I think the big problem for me is I. I always play that on the go and kind of off to the side. Yeah. So I like it a lot, and I think it's really good. And it's definitely like one of the best Did you ones see the made. Ultimate one released for Switch? It's the... It's three, right? Or it's the 3DS one? Yeah, well, it's the cross-gener... something? Cross? There's an X, which they pronounce as cross. <laughs> but it's I think I have it on 3DS already. Yeah. But and this one's Ultimate. Right. They th And I it's think on your Switch. Right, but it's still old Monster Hunter. <coughs> it's the old kind. Yeah. Not world. Yeah. The first generation, or whatever, the last iteration. It's like four, what I played a lot of. Yeah. It's really close to that one, because when I got the cross-gen, whatever it's called, I feel like it's cross-generations. Oh, I could be wrong. That was... Um, so similar to four that I was... I think just did a hundred and some hours in four, and I'm like, eh, I'm all right. Yeah, but now you're ready. You got your switch. What are you still playing, Flint Hook? What do you? What do you? We'll talk about that some more <laughs> stuff here. Uh, I've been playing a decent amount of Switch. 
before we get into indie games, though, I because we've been in indie games. Well, I say before we do because <laughs> we start out without them. Yeah, I am playing God of War. I I bought it and I was a fucking moron and didn't realize I didn't have two day shipping, and so I've still not here. It's still not here. I have like two weeks more till it comes. Holy shit! Can yeah, you just cancel it? I guess you could just cancel it and buy it with my shit. Uh, but I want to do use Amazon money, man. But you can play it now. I know, I know. It it's it's a real bummer. I'm leaving on a trip anyway, so yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't be able to put much time. But I'm excited. It's real good. Yeah, I've heard nothing but that. Yeah, it's real good. So I won't spoil too much, but uh, very shocking. rarely are there games I'm willing to pay full price when they first come out. There's a, a fight fairly early on that is like one of your first real cinematic fights. Mm-hmm. And it's most, it's like the game is starting for real at this point. And it was such a cool <laughs> rap to a really like pretty mediocre early boss fight. Like the actual fighting of it was like, eh, it was fine. Like there's like three or four patterns. You get them and then you dodge and you it's hit them. It's kind of like all the, the, uh, God of Wars. Right. But the wrapping around all of it and how they transitioned from scene to scene was so fluid and perfect and amazing that it felt like you were doing this bigger thing than you were. It was like a magic trick. I'm very excited. It's it's something else. I don't even have a a pro and it looks incredible. Yeah. Or, you know, HDR or any of that stuff. Um But yeah, I think that's that in Dragon Ball Fighters Z Z. I, I still have been playing because I finally finished all of Dragon Kai. Ball Z Kai. Yeah. Oh, so it inspired you to go back to the fighter? It was like I, I loaded it up, I think, three or four times during my watch of that whole now thing. Now you get all the references? No. Because no. it's that game is technically oh, for super. Of the Majin Buu stuff. No, that game is technically super. Dragon oh. Ball Super, which is the series after GT, which is the series after Z. So you still have some work to put in. Yeah, I do, because there's like a handful that I didn't know. But now I know everyone that was in Z, I get. And there's some cool throwbacks. Like if you you do the pair-offs in a way that someone's, like someone will finish off somebody that they did in the cartoon, there'll be like a reference to it in some way, like a special out. So I, w- I watched Dragon Ball Z a really long time ago, probably when I was like 12 or something. Yeah. And then when I was in high school, I went to this rave that was at a coliseum, and I saw th- four different dudes. I was up at a kind of an elevated, so I could see a bunch of like all the people, million dancing around, and I saw four different dudes dressed like uh, Super Saiyan up, like Goku. Uh huh. Four of them, all uh-huh. at different corners, and I, they were slowly moving in towards the center, all at about the same time. And I was just like gripping stuff. I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> this is gonna be crazy when they all mean. <laughs> that was the acid. That was the LSD. You're like, oh, oh. there's actually only one of them, and he wasn't dressed up like a saint. <laughs> no, they're for sure four of them. <laughs> no, they were gonna do that. Um, the what's it called? The dance. Uh, oh, with the kicks and stuff. Where the sun, <laughs> and then they point at each other, and then they join together. Yeah, I forget what that's called. Uh, Fusion. Oh, they were yes. going to fuse. They were going to fuse, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, indie games. Into a gross like ball of slimy raver kid. <laughs> um, indie games, do you have other stuff you want to talk about before we get into sections? I mean, I could, I've been, 
you know, I could talk about things I've been playing. Okay. Uh, there was one game I, I wanted to mention up front just because I did beat it, and it's an interesting game, but it wasn't one that ultimately I wanted to talk about as a uh, as a marquee game, but it's the Sexy Brutal. The Sexy Brutale? Brutal. Mm-hmm. Which, it, like, I was really excited when I read the description of it and watched some of the, like, screenshots. And then I started playing it, and I was like, really, I was instantly kind of disappointed. Oh, but that's the one where you you're like solving a murder by looking at stuff or something. Like you, I, I can explain it in a second. But just to because to, while I, why I was upset, I realized was really unfair because I went back and reread the description and looked at those things again, and they were a hundred percent spot on. Oh, <laughs> I think in my head I had just completely distorted what I thought the game was going to be. Yeah. So it was really like unfair why I was. And then also I like skipped through the tutorial. And so I missed one big piece about like wh- how you can restart at other areas. So I kept restarting it because the whole conceit, it's like very much like Majora's Mask where like you're reliving the same time over mm-hmm. and you have to like complete different things within the same day. But it, if it gets to the end of the day, it restarts. And you start back up, but you can start at different clocks. And I didn't realize that. So I kept starting at the same clock and I'd have to like book it, run to these. <laughs> I figured that out after like 20 minutes and okay. it became much more enjoyable. It's, 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 so it's, it's kind of your learning patterns of where different characters are because you also, it's a little stealthy because you have to avoid characters because they kill you if you're in the same room and they see you. Uh, so you're kind of like spying on them to track them, but because you have to stop their murders. The the story is very, very weird. It's I mean, it's this big mansion where like all the different characters, the big mansion that has a casino where all the different man- uh, all the different characters are systematically killed off by staff in the mansion in very different and gruesome ways. And, and they all wear to, fuck masks. They all wear masks and you have to prevent each person's death in a different way. You have to figure out how they're going to die and how you can then pick things up at various places to prevent those deaths. So it's like a cool mix of like adventure and like stealth and puzzle. Uh, and the story is like, where's the sexy come in dark. That's just the name of the casino is the sexy brutal. Oh, that's, it's not a sexy game. Oh, it's oh, not, right. not at all. Is that what you were disappointed in? <laughs> yes. I expected sprite tits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it, you know, it, the, the ending was, was interesting. Um, how it all made sense of this kind of nonsense murdery thing. Um, and you're it, a ghost. It did it. No, I kind. Nah, I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not like, really. <laughs> yeah, not really. Like it's hard. I I couldn't explain it without giving away the entire game. Okay. Which like, if you have any interest in that, you know, go play it. Ultimately, I can't say it was like, it it was unique and it was exactly what it promised to be, but I still can't say it was like, uh, you know. My favorite game in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but you finished it. I finished it, yeah. That's it was interesting. Yeah, it was it was definitely interesting. And the the way that they were able to reuse the, you know, the same set pieces without it being repetitious is always interesting. Because mm-hmm. you're walking around different parts of the mansion because different people are dying in different areas, though they're still dying at the same time as all the other people are dying. So since you're replaying the day, so you can walk while you're trying to save one guy and just see one of the other characters walk by you to his death. You're like, you're, uh, you shouldn't go in there. And it's like, I'll put a button on that. I'll go get you later. <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, so it, 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 and the, the, the kind of world is 
very like darkly weird mm-hmm. um, was was interesting. So, anyways, I played that. Um, I also played some Caribbean Sail. Oh, that's right. You told me about that one. Yeah, I, I still haven't checked that out, but it seemed funny. Or in like a uh, super amazing wagon. Was that game called? Uh, yeah, a super wagon adventure or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Super wagon adventure, I liked a lot more. Oh, okay. Uh, Caribbean Sail, it, it does some really, it's 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 a Oregon Trail like, I guess you would say. <laughs> uh, oh, a trail like. A trail like, yeah. It's it's you instead of Oregon Trail, you're going from like England to the Caribbean, uh, and you need to make sure you have food and that your people don't get sick and die and that. Um, you collect as many points along the way and that you avoid or fight the French and the Spanish who have ships and pirates and stuff like that. Is it serious, the whole thing? It's pretty serious. Do you fight dragons? No, there there be no dragons. Okay, okay. Uh, you do uh, see Moby Dick um, and you can find a giant whale carcass that you harvest blubber from. Okay. Uh, so it's not like super duper serious, but it's not really that tongue in cheek either. Uh, a lot of the game is you can play Liar's Dice in that's just okay version of it, which is uh, an okay game, bar game to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was fine. You know, it, it's it's not very deep. Um, I like played through it and beat it. There, You know, you can try to get more and more points and you can then use those points to unlock other ships. And so there's replay in that, but it's really kind of like there's like Oregon Trail, there's a lot of randomness, so things can just kind of bone you, and you just have to restart. But it's uh, pri- it's priced, I think, at a level. That yeah. Is. One thing I thought was really great is the um, like the heads up display at the bottom, where it shows you all the tracking mm. of your food and all that. It it's supposed to replicate the hull of a boat. So it, if you get shot with a cannon or something, it springs leaks and leaks into that little display area, That's like good. water shooting out. That's it. looked like weirdly <laughs> physicsy sometimes, even though it's all spritey. Yeah, not so much. I mean, there's some of it. It's mostly like after you're fishing, the fish like dump down into a screen to yeah. show you your pile of fish, and that's kind of physicsy. But other than that, it's not. There's oh, not okay. much. Yeah. <clears throat> so overall, it, it's like priced right, and it's it's kind of you know five bucks, right? It's yeah, it's fun, and the art for like teal and black uh, is cool. <laughs> old old uh, Mac. Or Apple computer, or something. except Apple not II? green. That oh. was green and black. This is teal. like teal. Got yeah. It. Okay. Um, for other stuff, <laughs> I guess it's technically an indie game. Doesn't really feel like it. Uh, I played a little bit of Frostpunk. Yeah, that looks like a fucking beautiful game. It's yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's made by the people that did this War of Mine, and you can kind of see the uh, evolution of it. Mm. It's again, it's a really depressing scenario that you're surviving. And uh, everybody's unhappy about everything all the time. Just <laughs> so, like real life. Just like real life. Only this one is like a this frost nightmare. Yeah, you're the world is like frozen and uh, covered in snow, and your your whole town. Did you ever play Rise the Rise of Nations sequel? It was called like Rise, Rise of Nations Two. Rise of Legends. No. It was when they made a sequel, or they made a game that had nothing to do with Rise of Nations. But like needed to make money off of it, so they called it Rise of Let or Rise of Rise Legends, of... and like made it a pseudo sequel to it. No, I liked Rise of Nations. Rise of Nations, one of my favorite RTS games of all time. But this one was like three. It, it went very StarCraft in that all the 
the other races you play as were very, very different. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a Victorian sort Zorgons. of... Zorgons? Zergs? <laughs> Zergs and Protoss. And, no, I think in Rise of Legends, they were like genies. Uh, Dijins? Yeah. Then the Victorian steampunkies. And that's, I don't think that's what they were called. But <laughs> And then there was another one. But the the steampunk people had this sort of system where you created a city that was in like a radius or like you built in a radial kind of around a central hub. So Frostpunk is the center of your city is a giant heat conducting uh, mega engine that is the only way that your people won't freeze to death. So that is the core of your city that you're uh, powering so that you can kind of expand your heat radius outward so you can build more and more structures further and further away from the center where the this engine is and through all that you're gathering resources you're building things that can harvest other um, minerals and stuff from deeper underground as you kind of get more stockpiles of stuff but the big thing that this game does and i think this was kind of the same way in this war of mine is it'll pop up with decisions you have to make Almost like um, uh, Reigns, mm-hmm. where it's like you you get an A and a B, mm-hmm. and you get to decide which one you want to do, and it tells you on the card which, or like what, what effect it's yeah. going to do. But they're always horrible choices. <laughs> they're, yeah, none of like th- Let half of them die, or let them all starve. Let, yeah, let, let half these people die and lose morale, or you can try to do the thing, and if you don't, then people will get super pissed. Like, it usually kind of gives you this... Like, do I want to try to do better on the off chance of a worse punishment mm-hmm. or take like, I'll, I'll make half of you happy now for sure, you know? And my game ended after about 40 minutes. Not the women, right? <laughs> Can't please them. <laughs> <laughs> I enacted child labor. So <laughs> um, you have the, the tech tree in the game is essentially you as this ruler of this settlement enacting new laws that will determine, you know... Do you just live on top of the heater, just enjoying the warmth? <laughs> oh, it's oh, so nice up here. I'm the ruler. No, my I uh, didn't pay attention, and the heater went down, and people got mad. <laughs> um, it's, it's very striking looking, and it's super cool because it's, you know, the world is covered in feet of snow. Yeah. And the way it looks when you have like these frozen trees off to the side and this coal that's visible over here, you send workers out to them. You can see the tracks as they trudge through the snow from the city outwards. Yeah, that's very neat. So it's very, it feels like an ant farm. Like you're staring at this living world. Ant this farm very, full of feelings and hopes and dreams. And, and... really mad people. And <laughs> like the first big decision I had to make is like people started to die. What do we want to do with these bodies? Do we want to quickly make a pile and dump them over here or do we want to create a graveyard which takes up space and resources and time to build but it lets people grieve and have more like humanity versus the quick solution of dumping them over there but it also like is soul crushing that's called a mass grave yeah that is (laughs) yeah i mean i'm disappointed there's no feed the bodies to the machine option oh yeah yeah no that'd be a good one too because it really should turn into a situation where everyone just starts worshiping the machine yeah yeah like feed it to the feed it to the life giver or whatever exactly (laughs) that's where this should go yeah it's the game is very cool it's very uh as you said striking and um you know i 
pissed enough people off that they uh, banished me as the ruler from the community. Do you think they love you more in this frozen wasteland or on Mars? <laughs> uh, well, all the Mars people are dead, so, so technically I'm... You're most loved. I'm most loved on Mars. <laughs> you should get a shirt that says most loved on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and play that. That game is really uh, something. Um, it's not like a great game, but that again, surviving Mars is... It's pretty impressive how horrible things can go. <laughs> um, but I liked I liked what I played of Frostpunk. I just haven't been home to play because I did have to sit like at my computer, and we're doing construction on the house, so it's like not really a place to play games at my computer at the moment. Uh, which is the same reason I haven't put a ton of time into BattleTech. Uh, but I did uh, a skirmish just to kind of see what that was and how it felt and looked, and it's. Super cinematic, and it's like a slower version of XCOM if you like robots. Robots. It's is it's it as neat. punishing as XCOM? Two. It's. I think you know the main game. You're you have more I, of this. I had ninety eight percent fucking missed. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, I didn't do any tutorial. I just jumped in and was like, "Oh, because you know games." I'm just like, gonna see what it is and figure it out because I knew I had like you know half hour. Yeah. Um, and I got enough in it that I was able to win with one dude left uh barely <laughs> um but it's it's neat because lived it, you, it you can you can aim for where the pilots of the mechs are that That's are nice. harder to hit but if you're able to straight for the brain yeah if you're able to incapacitate the pilot then the mech is dead but if you like break off an arm of a mech and the pilot's fine it, it can still do stuff and move around and so it was like a different way of thinking about that XCOM type of combat. Mm-hmm. But I think the real meat of that game is going to be the management from skirmish to skirmish. Yeah. Like you have to then repair your mechs and the resources. Yeah, like the the equipping of the of the pilots and then you put the pilot in the mech and you equip the mech and then you and you put the pill in the drink <laughs> and you give it to the pretty lady. <laughs> then you go to jail when you're 90. <laughs> Uh, anyway it's cool i just haven't been able to get into it too much i tried to run it on my laptop and it did not work (laughs) yeah it was like runs on mac and then i started it and it's like that means you need a new laptop it's time to get a new laptop that's what i said you want to tell her yeah all right you tell her you don't need a bathroom shower in front of the house new laptop (laughs) new laptop (laughs) do you have a shower new laptop (laughs) uh we walk on the ground which is just dirt now (laughs) Uh, I also tried to play a couple more missions of or runs of Helmut. Helmut, did you did you beat it yet? I haven't beat it yet. Oh, I'm having a real hard time with that game. Man, you got to lock in. Yeah, because once know. once I feel like you get the pattern, like you you get like your strategy down, then it's just you got to keep keep up the strategy. That's it's just the discipline of it. That's the hammer you throw. Yeah, I love it. And then sometimes it goes. <laughs> that game's still real good, but. Yeah, it's cool. I have not beat it. Helmut. I haven't gone back to it after I beat it a couple times. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. The I mean, I have a lot of phone stuff. I have a lot of stuff. Well, let's get into phones. We've talked that we haven't talked about, but I can save it for another time. I have no I have a phones. Lot of phones. Really? I have no phones, so you tell me. Because you're Switch? Because I've been playing that stupid Dragon Ball Z free game. <laughs> oh, Jesus, fuck. Barely, though. I've Ugh, not been playing How much it. money have you pumped into None. that? None. No dollars. Yet. 
No, it's the game's not fun enough to put money in. <laughs> it's not <laughs> rave review from Joey. <laughs> not fun enough to put money in. Fun enough for me to sit on the toilet and play. Yeah, it's it's like I can I can collect my free shit while I take a piss and then I put it in my pocket and don't do anything else. Oh, I had real, real, real problems since we last recorded <laughs> with my phone. Uh oh. Yeah, I started playing a stupid fucking ultimate like unlimited clicker. Oh, forever clicker. Yep, and I just an it, idle game. An idle. It locked. Except it's not idle. It locked its claws into me like so hard, and I is really. It, it's like I'm embarrassed to freaking talk about it because it's. It is, it is one eggs? of those. Is it you, about eggs? No. Okay. This one. It's about crabs. At least the 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 world of it is more cool than cookies or okay. eggs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Armory and Machine. Not even heard of it. It's fucking addictive as shit, man. You're. I'm watching. Gra- or bars fill up forever. And <laughs> right, I'm gonna look this up so stop. I can see what it looks Joey, like. Joey, don't do it. I'm it's not gonna get so it. So brutal. I just couldn't stop. Once I was in, I just had to watch those bar gra- those bars like fill up, and then I had to start over. And then it was just like, okay, but then I just have to do this other thing. And then it was like, oh, but while I'm doing that, this other bar's filling up, and then I could do the other thing. And it's just it compounds forever. And it's What's so it good. Armory and machine. It's. It's also like I respect the money model for this too because what it has it is one of the uh, loading bars. Once it loads all the way, you can click it and then it makes all the other bars load 1.5 times quicker. <laughs> but you watch a commercial, oh, okay. like a 15 second ad. But you can't even watch 10 ads in a row. You then have to wait for that bar to fill back up. <laughs> It's so ingenious. So it's like, it's making me excited to watch another commercial. How did you download this? This is the still of it. It's I know. It's literally a single bar graph. That's what the whole game looks like. Except then it fills up with more bloating bars. <laughs> Why it, this one? It was so well reviewed and I don't know. I just download games sometimes. I don't know why. It might have been like recommended like, if you like this, then you'll like that. And I was like, okay, it doesn't look like it has in-app purchases. I'll try it. People seem to love it. I'm going to read the entirety of the store entry on this. I'm embarrassed that I played it so much. I'm not fighting with you on this. A machine sits alone in the darkness. It is warm. There are no stars in the sky. There is no light for miles. It is cold. The machine creates warmth. The machine creates heat. What else will the machine create? So the the basic of it is you have this heat making machine. It sounds like a lot like Frostpunk. That's why I was going to mention <laughs> it, man. It's your you're just around this heat machine that you upgrade and then the heat fuels other things and then the other things fuel other things and then in that there's still like the initial heat track, there's like an adventure track and an armory track and a hunter track. Is and there a gems track? You're exploring no gems. Okay. There's actual like boss battles. Okay. So that was the one twist is there is combat where it's like live action combat, but it's also involving loading uh, bar gra- bars. Okay. Um, and But you can like equip yourself with different weapons that load at different speeds and take down different amount of health and things like that. It's... It just sucks me. It sucked me in so hard, and it was like three weeks that I spent so much time. I beat it. I so beat it. You and can't actually put money into it. It sounds like you cannot. Okay. You cannot, which is why, again, like I respect the the model because it it was very transparent about how it's making its money, and it 
made me want to watch the ads, even though I just like click the button and put it down and I would take a 20 second break. <laughs> but, um, and I think in, in practice, you're really supposed to play it. Like in the morning you do one thing and then at night you do another thing. Yeah. But I wasn't playing it that way. And it was just, just sucking at the bars. so much of my life. I'd sit at work and just like lose hours of working time. Oh, oh boy. It was bad. It was bad, man. And I just, so anyways, I'm done talking about that. I had to mention it because it is it did take up so much of my time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm done talking about that. <laughs> okay. I have other games that I Are you I still play. playing it? No, I beat it. Once I beat oh, it, okay. I was like, good. Do you want to install it quickly so you didn't have to worry about it I anymore? took it off my home screen. Okay. So it, I made it inconvenient for me to get to it. But I'm not... Uh, How many times did you launch it after you did that? Not, not once. Okay. I, I was done. Like, I beat it. There was nothing left to do in it. But the bars... They're done. They they've as loaded as they can load. I, I got through it, but it took like weeks of work. Um, so if that's your jam, man, get it. <laughs> Play it's <Frost> free. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the game that I actually wanted to talk about because I I almost made this a marquee game, and I think I still could, but I have another marquee game. Uh, but I was really really impressed with it. It's Concrete Jungle, which is like oh, yeah. a few years old at this point. I have it on Steam, and I haven't played it yet. It's a better phone thing than a Steam thing. Mm, I have it on Steam, though. Yeah, but it's probably two bucks on your phone, you know? Mm, let me look. Yeah, or it, it might be, like, free, and then to unlock more of the game, it's two bucks or something. Yeah. Like, it, and it's such a good game. Um, it, five bucks. Five bucks. It's totally worth five bucks. Yeah, it's so cool looking. It's so cool looking, and it's, like... It has my numbers so hard. Like yeah. <laughs> it's a deck building game where you're also like building cities and a city planning deck building game. City planning that's a perfect example. The deck building it's almost like tile building though. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd probably be a bag of tiles if this were a uh, actual game, not a deck. But um, there's voice acting that's actually good. The scripts are pretty funny. The campaign is really well done. There's also like. Uh, uh, map creator I think and like there's uh, pass and play and multiplayer and uh, it's it, really really slick do you and do it, runs of it or you have like an objective uh, there's both then the campaign there's an objective and then there's also a versus mode where um, you can play against other people or you can play against the, the campaign where it's like you basically have to make the other person's properties worth less and your properties worth more to score certain rows because it's all about rows Mm -hmm. um and then certain things buff up above and below but right and left they lower or certain things when they're daisy chain they all get extra points or vice versa and then there's also like ways to buy new (coughs) cards that are just for that round or tiles for that round that then get shuffled into your deck there's another game made by the same dude called mega city I've not played Mega City. Mega City looks exactly like Concrete Jungle, only it's like the um, first version of it. It's like top down, oh, <laughs> flat, and it even has like the the grid stuff off to the side. Like Concrete Jungle looks like his big boy version of. Oh uh, well, City. Concrete Jungle it looks and is incredibly slick. Yeah, like the the art of the cities uh, is really cool. Also, it's it's. Um, there, I'd say the only like the only nitpick thing like there's loading screens that take a little bit of time, but honestly, not a big deal at all. 
it's it, I've I've zero complaints and that I I played through the whole campaign which was challenging enough and it was great it was fair but it was challenging and it was really fun mm-hmm. um I have nothing bad to say about like this is a phone game where it's a hard sell because it's it is some money mm-hmm. but this is a hundred percent worth the money like it's a it's solid that, game that a game that good and with that much in it, <laughs> it for five bucks is like a hard sell yeah I mean. It, people are just so used they're spoiled yeah there's so much competition but you could play this on steam i don't think it's very 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 good for picking up for 10 minutes of playing and then stopping and then coming back to it later yeah and it's really it doesn't need anything more than your thumbs so i I think it was on steam for a while before it was because i think i have it on steam too i see um but i would play it on phone nice if i were to i i still want to try it because i thought it looked so cool it's it's the best of what we talked about where it's like a board game but you can't play it in real life oh there's stuff that would make you couldn't do you just couldn't do it like the the whole idea of the game where you're scoring different rows and then they're disappearing and then new architecture or new landscape is coming into view that you then have to deal with because you can only see the same amount of land at a certain point but when you fill up the whole row on the right side, it disappears and scores. And then another row on the, uh, or I'm sorry, on the left side disappears. And then a new row on the right side appears. I just bought it. Oh, cool. I think you'll <laughs> like it. All right. Well, I've, I've been meaning to. And it's, I think <laughs> I vaguely remember seeing this. And then we were talking about the preview of it on Steam. I'm like, Ari, they're making a game for us. Yeah. And, and, and this is one when you can't play anything on your laptop or you're at work or something like this is like a good one mm. um so much better than dragon ball z dock and battle <laughs> yeah i mean i haven't played dock and battle but uh, you're, uh you're probably not, not missing a ton probably <laughs> i saw my one of our, our field correspondent courtney was playing probably one of the worst looking phone games i've ever seen in my life it's not fate still it's she still plays that but this is way worse than oh that. right you remember you telling me about way it. way worse than that uh she it, it's basically you're just like dressing up a paper doll do you remember what this is called i can't fucking remember but it's like it's a chinese made game i chinese. remember because like they didn't know how to tastefully tackle uh diversity of skin color so you get some really gross stuff when they were forced to uh Love diversify Nikki dress up queen could be it uh, when Courtney admitted to me that she was president of her like dress up guild, I was a little grossed out. But um, anyways, don't play that. <laughs> Whatever yeah, this, that game was. I mean, this one looks animu, so it's probably this one. What's it called? I'll look it up. I'll look love, it up. love Nikki N I K K I dash dress up queen. Number one fashion game. Yep, this is it. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. Did you look at the screenshots? Yeah. That's oh, the whole game. Yeah, looks like it. She was show- I watched her play it and I was just like shuddering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you just dr- you literally just put the clothes on them. Yeah, and then you take pictures and she said there's like different themes that you have to like uh try to match and then people vote between like your A versus B options. All right, Who- this is just Animal Crossing. We're just making fun of Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> the only in the Animal Crossing, the clothes you put in your house, and then you take pictures. Of it, your house. it was very similar to that Animal Crossing like uh, house competition thing. The happy but, Home. Yeah, Happy Home. But this is way worse. Okay. <laughs> way way worse. Because it's ladies. Because <laughs> it's yeah, white faced ladies. Yeah, yeah. It does not. It does not look great. 
So, um, so it's anyways. just not for me, maybe. <laughs> definitely, definitely um, not for me. Maybe for you. Maybe, maybe out there. <laughs> maybe. Um, anything else on phones? Uh, I have a lot of stuff, but keep going. Do a couple more. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Concrete Jungle just installed. That's f- oh cool. <laughs> uh, another puzzle card game ish thing that I was playing is called Dungeon Cards. It's not a real card game. It's like you have a grid of. It's kind of like Card Wars, where you have a grid of uh, nine cards, and dungeon cards. Dungeon cards. Man, it's, there's so it's many games like an that RPG. sound exactly like that. I know. I have one on my home screen called Card Quest, <laughs> that is like that game along with Dungeon Card, Card of Dungeons, or uh, Dungeon of Dungeons. Yeah. Cards of Dungeon Cards. Card. Du- what is yours? Card Dungeon. Dungeon Cards. Jesus. I know. This. This. It's not really a card game. So it's like it uses cards to move around a mat. It'd be almost like it, it's like um, how turn A is a card game. Almost. I vaguely remember turn A. Okay. Well, anyways, it's it's the your your hero. It's like an RPG where your hero is on a card and you're just moving it in this nine by nine grid where things that are next to you or above you, you can fight or are like traps or are like gold and you move into that spot and then a new card like in threes moves to where the gap uh that you've created is and so you're just moving around it's it's an rpg where the the dungeon is just this nine card layout yeah that you're moving around and it's well made it's fun it's it's um card quest is what i was thinking. this is dungeon cards yeah um quest the one that's made by the dude who made miracle merchant you know yes that that's not this. That's probably a uh, better. <laughs> but I got enjoyment out of dungeon cards. Or those um, card dungeon. It's just like you can sit there and again just like swipe around, and it it doesn't. It's not super complex, but it's also like there's some skill in avoiding things and in timing things because there's certain traps that if you like move down into them, they'll hurt you. But if you wait a turn, they turn and then you can move into them without and disarm them without them hurting you. And then there's bad guys. The The way you fight is basically you get a weapon that has a number. So like this sword is 18. This guy is seven. So then when I move over that guy, he dies. But now my sword is just 11. Yeah. So you're you're one of my timing f- things out. And anyways, it, it, it's cool. This is like a game that was one of my favorite iPad games and is now like fucking broken. And it's it was co-made by Ron Gilbert, and it was called Maniac Mansion Phase. Ron Gilbert, yeah, Scurvy Scallywags. I remember that. I fucking love Scurvy Scallywags, and it's not even showing up on. How did it break? Like they just it did they stopped selling it and they stopped updating it, and now it doesn't even show up in the store. That's, um, yeah. So like I when I. Sw- got my android i tried to install it and it would just crash as soon as it launched and now it's not even showing up like in the results uh, but it was initially a pay game is it on gog no it was only it was a mobile only oh and it was you were doing like a match game just like what you're saying but there's like two pirates on the top right well, you two. have your character that's on the board that gets moved around along with the shit yeah and there were enemies so if you moved your pirate dude into stuff, it would take your hit and your defense into consideration and you had to like kill stuff and leave. But what I think started happening is they started putting microtransactions in and making it free. 
and then that uh, it like messed up the difficulty and then the game went away i like want to play it and i thought it was so fun and the writing was really good and it was a solid take on that type of game and perfect for phones and it's you should just write to ron gilbert he probably ron. he probably lives like 10 minutes from here <laughs> you know ron i just want to play scurvy scallywax i don't know what to do He's probably in that Van Nuys shopping center where, like, the company that made Beat 'em and Eat 'em is. Whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, just down the road. <laughs> yeah, just up the street. Uh, I can't believe it's not even available in the store anymore, unless I'm spelling it wrong. No, the only thing that's coming up is a uh, Cartoon Network stuff. You want me to talk more phone games? Uh, yeah, do one more. I have a lot. Um, I can't mean. I can't believe you had so much time with that robot thing. Oh god damn. That, yeah, I, no, that, that logo looked familiar. I feel like I may have actually installed that at I, one point and never played it. I think I just haven't talked about I've just I've been stockpiling phone stuff, so I don't think I just talked about it in a long time, but um so I have some of these piled up. Uh there was another game called Yellow, which is a puzzle game where it's almost like WarioWare in that each puzzle is like a I completely like different thing. It's WarioWare, but calm down. I don't I know. I want WarioWare. I know. It's not WarioWare. It's mm. only WarioWare in that each puzzle is like a totally different type of puzzle. Yeah. But there's no time limit. Yellow? Yellow. And it's it's probably like a two-hour game. How impossible is that to find? Let's yeah. see here. Uh, it's spelled um, probably not like you think. Oh, okay. Y-E-L-L-O-W. Oh, no. That's what I typed. Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't think that you would guess that <laughs> with the spelling of the color also being that. I like that aesthetic, just black and yellow. For yeah, everything. the it's whole game is black and yellow. Four point eight. Um, it's it's fun, and it's probably like two or three hours of just simple puzzle. Or, the, but it's like it's funny to see the next puzzles. You know, all the ways that he can make these kind of like dumb tapping puzzles. Okay, but n- there's no different. like rhyme or reason to it. It's just no. Each puzzle is completely distinct. All right, and, and then, they all actually the only theme is that they're all about making the screen all yellow. Oh. But it's very very different how they that happens and then my uh, google play store crash so <laughs> cool <laughs> the end of the phone zone <laughs> yeah the uh um monument valley was free i installed that the original one yeah i hadn't played that before really yeah i still no. haven't but i installed it it's real pretty yeah did you and ever play two no i haven't played two because it looked honestly i really liked one and it looked like just a lot more of the same but there's another thing another tiny person yeah, but it's still like I I I wasn't like running out to get it. I'll probably get it, but I, I was like more interested in playing other things because that looked like just more of the same. Yeah, which is good. I mean, I liked the game, but when you got armories to build, God, that was such a mistake. <laughs> I really, really, just, really hope I don't fall into anything. You're just like, like that sitting again. there with your head in your hands, just oh god, I just couldn't. And I like, I was like, this. I, I'm just watch. I'm literally. I know. I'm just watching bar graphs. Like I'm just <laughs> watching loading screens. This is the worst part of all computers. God, I can't stop playing this. Like it, it, the the way that they design the drip is so good. Because the numbers go up. The numbers go up, Joey, and then they go down. And other numbers go up. Oh, but yeah. can you make the ones that are going down go up? Some- yes, <gasps> then they go up again. The other ones go up further. Ugh, it's so fucked. That's, it's that's so good. fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played the Eggs Inc. I think is what it's called. Where you, you just yeah, like- I, I that I that 
got really good reviews too. I thought about getting that. If you, I mean, if you like idle games, I don't want to play anymore. I really, really don't want to play anymore of you them. Should, Ari, it sounds like idle games might be your thing. <laughs> I, I also beat that uh, one Chad was talking about that paperclip paper, one, universal paperclip. Yeah, that one was just that. Like, I Get see why them. Chad liked it. It was okay. This, this really fucked me up though, in a way. Buy this one because I bought it and haven't Which played one? it yet. It's called Space Plan. I don't want another one. I literally don't ever it's, want to play one again. It's put up by Devolver. Oh, God damn Devolver, man. They're so good. It's, it's, I How think can there they was do a, this to me? I think there was a free version of it, but this one has like more shit and music now or something. And I, I think it's like $2. Oh, God Space damn. plan, one word. Let me just check. I should probably spell it right. Might be. I'm just hoping that I'll forget by the time I get home. Oh, I can't see the price because I have it. Mm. Uh, mm. Space Plan is an experimental piece of interaction by Jake Collins, <clears throat> Devolver Digital. But it's apparently got a plot. Well, look at all these numbers you can make go up. I, our machine and armory had a plot-ish. Look at that. Oh, God, no. Put out by Devolver. I know. I feel like I have to get it because of Devolver, though. It's got to be something different. If It's got to be good. They put their uh, stamp on it. I've heard nothing like anyone who plays it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I don't know why, but it was it was not crazy. Expensive. I need to like cool off for a little bit and then. Okay, here's a. Though a, I do have some long flights coming up, so maybe that's the way to do it. Yeah, there's a there's a little uh, editor's choice why we love this from the Google Play Store on it. Yeah, this clicker is an oddity. It has a story with an ending and a great sense of humor. Play as much or as little as you like. Your ship produces power even when you're not playing. Launch potatoes into space. What more could you ask for? Google, you can't tell me to play as much or as little as I like. I have no willpower. <laughs> I play too. I play more than I like. I, I cannot stop myself. Oh God, I'm I'm buying it. <laughs> Is it two bucks? I don't know. What's it? Space plan? Yeah, one word. Oh, I found it. Uh, it's three bucks. Okay. Well, Fuck. we just traded. I bought Concrete Jungle. Fuck. <laughs> You tell me if I should play it because it's still installed on my phone. <laughs> you want to talk about alphas? Uh, no. You talk about alphas <laughs> right. while I buy this game. Okay. While you buy that game, I'm gonna talk about alpha time. Two of them. One one I'm gonna use as my marquee, but I can't really yet. So it's the first one I'm gonna talk about is I tried to play Trailmakers, which is the new game by. Oh, is that the the people who made? Kalimba? Kalimba. Kalimba. Uh, Why couldn't no. you play it? Because I was sitting on the couch with the controller, and that is not ready for prime time. <laughs> <laughs> um, alpha, it, man. Alpha. It uh, That's uh, alpha. Yeah, it's a alpha, alpha. Like a real true alpha. Y- like yeah. Like pre-beta. Like, I can see what they're going for, and it's really neat. And they're, I really like the way that their characters look. It almost looks like Playmobil people. Like they're kind of like chunky. Yeah, they're more round than they than real human proportions, and they do a pretty good job of making this sort of three D grid space you're able to move pieces around in. But it's it's not a simple thing, and that's part of it is that there's not a ton of onboarding yet in terms of like getting used to how all this stuff works. William and I just jumped into a an open world there's not there doesn't seem to be a lot of like goals right now because they're this sounds terrible to me yeah like, this is the kind of alpha that i it's like it it's, was you're, it was, you're beta testing a broken game but it, you're alpha testing it it was on sale and i wanted to support it 
because I love the idea of it and I love Kalimba. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, I'll see what it is. But I think Joey, it, if you love Kalimba so much, then why aren't you the best at it? Because uh, I haven't gone back to it, but I will be the best at it. I'm uh, just it, asking the question. Why you know? You're gonna be really seems, sad when seems I seems like you should be the best at it if you love it so you're much. You're gonna be real sad when I make it my purpose. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Okay. All right. Well, some of those some of those scores, we'll see about that. Uh, people out there, if you want to join in on the Kalimba fight, add uh, Ari and I on Steam as friends, and you can have your scores <laughs> on our leaderboard. And if you beat any of us, I will unfriend you, and then I will be <laughs> <laughs> number one again. <laughs> uh. That's, uh, that's the plan. Yeah, but no, on any sale, Columbus like three bucks. So there's no reason any listener of the show should know it. Ho bear, ho bear, man, ho bear, and get the DLC. There's yeah. the the, but don't play the DLC until you play the regular game because holy fuck, that DLC is intense. It just ramps up. Yeah. Um. So Trailmakers, uh, it's got a ways to go. Um. I guess you could put it under 20 minutes or less, but it's 20 minutes or less for now until... Gotta make them trails. <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be real cool. I It just was worrying me that they were going on that much of a sale already. Because like, I want them to keep making stuff. Um, the other alpha I have on here is what I kind of want to treat as my marquee. Okay, go for it. Let's switch. Marquee. So, yeah, we'll what do, do you got? Now. Spy Party is a competitive multiplayer game about a spy hiding in plain sight at a fancy cocktail party and a sniper outside the party with one bullet. Sounds simple, right? Let's go deeper. Uh, let's talk about Spy Party. Ah. Because this also goes in Ten my, years in the making. Yeah. Also goes into the couch multiplayer section. So uh, I think I was talking to you about it. I was like, Spy Party to me was all, was becoming like that Nidhogg sort of experience like you hear whispers of yeah the game. it's just kind of mythical and, and i have never played it but i guess it finally went on wide release you could it you could buy into it forever ago and people have and been playing it for years and years but he you know spent all this time doing this and then decided to redo all the artwork i, th- I think it was like the duke nukem forever syndrome where it's like you work on something so long and now it looks like garbage yeah i think fez had that too Maybe, but um, the the basic gist of Spy Party is you have someone who's a sniper with a single bullet trying to shoot the spy in this sort of interactive sandbox. It's it's like a more <laughs> complex version of that uh, that Ouya game. Yes, exactly. That's uh, Hidden in Plain Sight. Yeah, Hidden in Plain which Sight. Which that game is solid too. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's, it, it's, it's much simpler. It's much simpler. This one has an insane amount of nuance that... The ten years of development gives you. Yes, but it start <laughs> you start to play the game outside of the game, and that's what makes it so interesting. Like Michael Douglas, the game style, yeah. like you kidnap your friends, <laughs> yeah. and, then and then they don't even know they're playing Spy Party. Yeah. Oh um, no, it's you. You Ooh. start to game Ooh. what you know about the person you're playing against. Like, I know that they've found me this way these last couple times, so I'm gonna do something that's gonna like purposefully throw a wrench into how I know they're figuring stuff out. <laughs> so there's a lot of back and forths like that. And what the spy is doing is he's controlling one of 14 people milling around in this party. And they have four objectives they have to accomplish that can range from uh, talking to somebody to switching out a statue to bugging someone or, um, contacting a secret agent or something like that. and But you can do things where 
when you contact a secret agent, you say banana bread, like a code word. <laughs> yeah. It's banana bread. But you can do fake banana bread. So you're trying to throw the spy off your scent, or I'm sorry, the sniper off your scent long enough for you to accomplish all your objectives before the time runs out. Mm. But you have to act believable enough as an NPC. I have to imagine that there are some people who are just impossibly bad at this game. <laughs> <laughs> there, it, it would be very, very easy. Yeah. And But like that idea, there are some people that just will never wrap their minds about how to do that. Right. Which is There's, interesting. The, the, the great thing about it, though, is that the NPCs are walking around doing stuff that looks like they're accomplishing these missions as well. Mm. NPCs will just walk up to the statues and pick them up and look at them and like and set them back down. So you can like try to pick up a statue at the same time as somebody else and then set it back down when they set theirs down and then hopefully the, the sniper won't notice you've switched them. Mm. Um, the thing that'll give away most people is like you walk up to a group full of people and there's a circle on the ground that's like the interaction point that the the sniper can't see. Mm -hmm. But if you go there and you stop short of it and then you like <laughs> like inch forward into the circle, that's not how NPCs move. Yeah, like, little oh, scoot. Yeah, you do a little scoot and then I'm like, "Oh, that's uh totally the <laughs> They should have a snap to grid. Oh, I don't know. I think cuz that's part of the skill. Mm -hmm. You have to like I guess it depends how good your input is. Well, the more you it's controller so it's, it's only controller? I don't know, but no. like you can play it with fully it with controller. It seems like you might even do better with just a mouse and a keyboard. You you could play it that way as well. Yeah. But the uh the sniper thing too, you can see their laser sight swooping across the party. Mm. So you you can also though, Anybody else see that? Yeah. No? Everyone's cool with this? Cool? Uh, Is that just a laser pointer and like a kid? Uh, no? <laughs> Did someone just die? What we're still uh, we're just parting? Oh. What a weird... This is a great party. <laughs> this is good. Ooh, murder mystery. <laughs> um, but you can then use that information as like a fake out. Like you could be pointing your laser sight off to the left, but looking at the right, hoping you're psyching the spy out mm. on where... Like there's a lot of mind games going back and forth on, on uh, messing with what you know about this system. Mm. And it's super in-depth and crazy. And I... I've only done what is considered the easy scenarios right now because later you can get more objectives than you have to accomplish. Mm. So in the easy, you get four and you have to achieve those four. So you know what you're looking for. Later, you can get 10 or you know eight objectives and you still only have to complete four. Oh, that's cool. So you have to know. It becomes harder for the. Harder for the sniper, sniper to spot yeah. it. Which seems like it'd be better because it seems like it's easier for the sniper than the other person. It's it's still someone who knows what they're doing will always win. On either side? Yes. No matter what the But if if two people don't know what they're doing or if uh if you're both equally new at it, then I think it's weighted towards the sniper, sniper. at the beginning. Yeah. And but, then even later, I mean even if the sniper doesn't know what they're doing, they, they could, and the, the other person does, it still seems like snipers. They throw wrenches in it in very interesting ways. Like mm. one of the levels later, the sniper is in the center of a circular room. Oh. So they they can't see the entirety of the thing oh, at any given time. they have to keep sweeping around. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So they, they, 
There's a ton of stuff <laughs> no, in there. Nobody sees that guy with the gun in the middle of the room. Where, uh, I, I guess cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very neat, and it there's a lot to learn and a lot to to game about it, and it is early access. I it was 15 bucks, and then it went up to 25 when he went into this new. Era. New early access. <laughs> His newer early access, yeah. Yeah. But I've played it several times with Kim and her brother, and it's it's super fun. Like, uh, there's not a lot out there like it other than Hidden in, Hidden plain, in plain Sight. Sight. Hidden in Plain Sight was like the sketch of this. And and Hidden in Plain Sight's only couch multi. Uh, right, right. And yeah. it's it has like five, five modes. versions of yeah. like that kind of theme or idea. This one is like he's been working on this one singular vision of, you know, these characters interacting and how to make a game out of blending in with them. I bet Hidden in Plain Sight's still great. I bet it's fun too. Yeah, yeah. it's just you have to all be in the same room. Yeah. Um, but it, that game was I don't think very much. But if you're able to get it and have people around the plate, it's it's still very cool. Um, but Spy Party I I like a lot. Uh, it works online. It's one v one. Has amazing. Uh, replay system where it records the entire session and bookmarks as it goes so, so you can jump to various points yeah you can see like where that's the fun where the spy accomplished this objective you can click the bookmark on it and it'll take you to that point in the video oh yeah like it's super in-depth on on where on playback and you know talk to the people i oh how'd you find me like it's a very good back and forth especially <laughs> if you have someone like I imagine people who have a regular chess partner are yeah. like you start to get their tells. Yeah. Or like know how they think out. and like you can juke around what they're expecting mm-hmm. and it has that sort of um, two people progressing at the same system at the same time. Now, how do we get the edge? It's very neat. I've not played against a stranger, but I, I've heard the tutorial in it is very good mm. and it locks up some of the more challenging stuff later. I think, um, justifiably yeah, because not to to overwhelm you yeah it is it is way more complex than it looks on the surface if you want to get the enjoyment out of it but uh i highly recommend it so that's an alpha couch multiplayer uh it's probably game. about halfway through its development cycle so another 10 years <laughs> yeah. and i'll play it it's still a complete experience now i would say <laughs> the the thing that's like the most unfinished about it is it's like online lobby system it just looks it's not like a presentation. It's mm-hmm. very bare bones and it looks like Windows 95 box buttons and it whatever. It, you get into a game with the person and that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing about it is, is some NPCs that you never will control are still the old uh, models. <laughs> so like the policeman and the, the waiter who are in like every scenario are still these dead eyed like early 3D models amongst these really nice looking newer like uh, get redesign people, yeah. <laughs> it's like because they're never going to be the person, so they, whatever they yeah. can look how they look, but they were like the least priority to redesign, and it just looks hilarious to see a dead-eyed waiter dude next to someone who's very vivid and lifelike looking. <laughs> Does he need help? Yeah, what's wrong with this guy? Get a doctor. All his features have been like sanded. He is a doctor. Know. Oh no! <laughs> uh, all right, what do you what do you want to do now? We got kind of a bunch of things. You got twenty minutes. You got. Multiplayers, you got. Uh, you just want to do marquee? What do you want? Uh, I could talk about a marquee game since okay. you were talking about one. Okay.
this game was way more impressive than I thought. It's the final station, um, which I thought, again, this was another one where I was like kind of wrong in what I think. I think I buy things too quick. Uh, <laughs> um, or like one thing will sell me and so I'll buy it and not realize exactly what it is. But I thought this was going to be basically like gunpoint Snowpiercer. Okay. You know, where you're like walking around a train and just like shooting things. I yeah, it, I have this too, and I have not played it yet. It's so I I'd had it for I think since the uh, sale a couple times ago or something. I can't remember, but it's just been sitting there. I finally got to it, and it's so cool. Like it it's uh it is kind of like Snowpiercer in that it's like a um dystopianish future where you do have a train that moves from uh but it's not snowpiercer where like the train can never stop and all humanities on one train you're basically like shuttling survivors from this ravaged area to another ravaged area trying to get them to safety and in between you leave the train to go find codes that are necessary to open up blockers that let the train keep going okay. and also collect supplies because then when you're on the train people are like need to be fed or they need medication, and also there's a couple things on the train where it's like it collects a certain kind of gas, and you have to like vent the gas, or people will suffocate, or they're like cargo that needs to be adjusted, or it's gonna like uh, get ruined, and so you're managing this train is one part of the game, and then is walking there a around. Central heater. There is no heater. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, there's no frozen landscape. It is not a frozen dystopian. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then in between, when you're going out to scavenge, there are like these nightmare, blacked out, like limbo looking guys who are trying to kill you, and you're you have to like conserve ammo and um, go through this map, and it's basically a side scroller from left to right. But the the neat thing is, is the way they design these levels is that when you reach the end, like get to the furthest right, it finds a way to somewhat organically give you a path down into a basement and that will then lead you through an underground passage back to somewhat where you started so you don't have to retrace your steps okay so it doesn't feel like it's going all the way to the right and then back all the way to the left so I mean, is that like is a, what you're doing but is it like a platformer when you're not managing train it's stuff? like a gunpoint okay in that i mean you you are walking and shooting things um Though it's a little less, and you have to sometimes be stealthy, and you have to conserve ammo, um, and you're aiming. Um, it kind of with the with the controller, which I play it with, it's probably much easier to play it with a mouse and keyboard. But with the controller, it kind of has like up, middle, and down shooting, and you can move the that'll it'll snap to those. But you can kind of move the the joystick up a little bit to get it, you know, aim it a little higher. But it's harder. You know, but if you do that, then you can get headshots that kill things and conserve your ammo. Um, I think I was expecting this to be more simmy, like not The Sims, but like yeah, simulation. More about a simulation. That's game. the train part of it. Okay, but it's 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 light. It's not like a real hard sim. Okay, I'm it's light sim, but it's it's nice elements. Like it all flows um, very well. And because like the health kits are the same health kits you need in the levels. So you're kind of deciding, well, do I risk it and walk around with like a little bit of health or do I save this to help someone on the train stay alive? Because then when you do drop off people at certain checkpoints, you know, like six maps in, 
then each different person will give you a different perk, like money or like uh, okay. a site for your gun or like things, you know, payment for the train. So it, it then upgrades you. So it's this kind of balancing act. And the story, um, the world that unfolds is is really dark and neat. It's 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 um it's it's almost like an inside feeling world, but you get a lot more than inside did. But that that kind of like unsettling tone of it and the sound design is good. It's um, on Switch now, apparently. It I, I bet it's a good Switch game. Um the 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 art is pixel art and it's like the it's not like super complex animations but they're they're neat they do a nice job it's uh published by tiny build yes which is becoming almost like a mini <laughs> devolver it seems uh we yeah, had devolver so big it's hard to compare at this point but, but i mean like they're they're sort of they're esoteric put, yeah taste. they're putting out good stuff um so i i i like this this was surprising to me and i like uh, when i sat down to play it i think i played it for like three and a half hours or something oh, wow. or it's just it it feels really good and it's really fun. Uh, it's just like a fun feeling, even though it's like a bleak kind of gross, you know, world. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I clicked on Tiny Build as a developer to see um, what else of theirs that they've put out that I have, and yeah. there's a lot of blue thumbs up here that are oh. already in my in my account. What's the uh, most notable? Uh, there's a lot of them: Speedrunners, Cluster Truck, Party Hard. Oh yeah, um, Punch Club, Mister Shifty, um, not oh, the yeah. robots. Pretty hard, and no time to explain. Yeah, that's their like they actually made that one. Yeah, um, there's this game that I bought and I haven't tried yet called. Uh, oh, they made Lovely Planet, or they put it out. That uh, was Community okay. Inc., which is down to five bucks right now. It's a new manager build a happy community and trade with other races for profit. Um, but yeah, okay, it, yeah. I've I've been meaning to play Final Station for a while, and I, I just kind of forgot about it. Yeah, it 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 was one where I was just like, what do I want to play next? And scanning bound, I was like, oh, I really wanted to play that when I bought it, and it's been sitting in my <laughs> library for a while. So it was a it was a happy surprise. Um, so better than you thought it would be, and and just like a solidly enjoyable game. Yeah, yeah. Cool world, good sound. Uh, the shooting feels good, but it's not like a you. You can't just like unload. You, you know, you kind of have to be conservative and learn when to punch people and save your resources to sim help the sim people on the train. And I'm glad you told me about it before I played it because I was expecting it to be more of like manage the people on the train. On the train, you thought it was Snowpiercer, and you're the you're the whoever the played was it Ed Harris. I never saw Snowpiercer. Oh. But yeah. I, I know about what Snoopy shoots. Okay. It's got Tilda Swinton <laughs> and ra- rave trains. Oh, okay. Yeah, so thanks. So when the world ends, Joey, people are going to dance their hearts out in one part of a train. <laughs> just dance their little hearts out. Is there a poop train? No, you just poop out the windows, I assume. Oh, okay. Yeah, I assume. Or a hole in the floor. You just let it. What if someone puts like a penny on the track and derails, derails the train? See, you don't have to worry about that because everyone's dead outside the train. Oh, the yeah. trains, that's it, huh? Yeah, trains humanity. Okay. That's uh, in the first like five minutes. There's no spoiler here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have a segue if you want. If yeah. Oh, I love a segue. You know I love segues. Yeah, this is your favorite mode of transportation. Yeah. Oh, I'm on one right now. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> under the table, <laughs> just vibrating constantly. Uh, another game put out by Tiny Build. 
uh, on Switch, Switch exclusive currently. And this is the one I was telling you that was like I got it last night. And I was gonna, I was gonna talk about it as like a, my my main game to bring to this show, but I don't know yet. And it's I'm still playing it, so that's saying something. Mm. This game is called Garage. Garage. And that is it. Garage. <laughs> Garage. And the quick way to describe this is it's like someone took Hotline Miami and wanted to make a grindhouse horror movie off of it instead. Wasn't that what Hotline Miami 2 was? No, I mean, that still is like that sort of acidy, <laughs> you know, drug-fueled... Uh, nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. This one is like... There's there's a story of sorts um, of you waking up in the trunk of a car in this underground parking garage and you can't get out. And then you just keep following these paths and it eventually leads to zombie people and this two-headed dog that is technically dead and has its mouth all like chewed up. But so it's like you, all you see is like the dog's teeth all the time because it's yeah. face lips is ripped, are all up. ripped up. Yeah. Um, so it's, I call it's, them teethy. Yeah. <laughs> Two teeth. It's top down like hotline Miami. And it is it has, like that puzzly? No, it's one long continuous thing. Um, are there checkpoints? Yes. Ah. So you move, you'll go to like different floors, but it's not like Hotline Miami where you like I'm going to beat this level. Yeah. Like it feels like it's all one big thing. There's boss fights. Um the mechanic, the core mechanic of the combat is you have a punch button on the top and a kick button on the top, and those there are like enemies that you can only kick and like you cuz you'd punch over them or something. Mm. Like there's zombie mice and they're really fucking hard to to kill and you have to kick them or shoot them or something yeah but um i heard i don't know if it was this game but you punch kick it's It's all all in in your mind mind. yeah Yeah. but they test me and i found that it's super hard to kill the okay so you did get tested yes and and, because i thought that you'd find i got a lesson from teacher (laughs) um uh so look up garage tiny build i think that's like another tough one yeah i know I actually was looking it's for a it. Garage game. I I searched garage tiny build and was able to find it pretty quickly. I'm gonna try garage game, see if it comes up. Uh, yeah, garage for Nintendo Switch. First thing that comes up. Uh, the logo of it is this dog I'm telling you about. Um. Oh, it needs age verification. That's a good sign. It's like a pit bull. Who would have thought Nintendo would put out anything with age verification? So they've grown up so much. The. I think the reason I'm still playing it. Is that it is like, at least to me, feels like sort of a B movie, but in the game I can't tell how serious it really wants me to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, the combat itself is fine. Like you get a fireman axe and you're chopping up zombies, and you know limbs will fly off and heads will fly off. But it's all this top down, pixely 3D. It's like your your character looks like a sprite, but it's voxel based, so it's actually moving in 3D. Garage united by death. Um, Garage is a bloody shooter in the style of an 80s B-movie. So Playing as a drug dealer named Butch. Did you know your name is Butch? I did. That's a that's a tough name. There's that's a, either a tough, tough name or like a dude who's really not tough at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this is a little bit of a spoiler for the plot of Garage, but this will tell you whether or not you want to play this game. The bo- One of the boss fights I just did is you find out that this dude had a vendetta against this board 
like a, a school executive board, board um, <laughs> that was funding his goddamn PTA. <laughs> yeah. So he essentially turned them into a human centipede, and Ooh. you fight that as a boss. Ooh. So if any, you want to play, <laughs> anytime you mention human centipede in a game. <laughs> that's that's the impression I get. Those things separate and come apart and attack you, but it 100% is what he was going for uh-huh. uh, until it splits apart. But I, I kept going with it. it. It takes itself... It has a weird sense of humor. Like, all of a sudden, I'll go up to this TV, and there'll be, like, a weird stills cut scene where this TV is talking about... Uh, an ad for a pill or something, but all that's on TV is a bunch of girls' butts and swimsuits, like real pictures of girl butts and swimsuits. And then I'll go to uh, another sequence and do some sort of drug that makes everything um, rainbow colored. Like I don't know what the tone of it is, yeah. But I huh. keep I keep playing it because it's really fucking confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 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 a slower version, slower, more methodical. Uh, less fun version of Hotline Miami, but the setting and the the tone of it is weird enough that I still want to see where it goes. Yeah, uh, I'd be interested to hear what you think about it a week from now. Yeah, it's less slick than like I don't feel like I'm doing incredible things like in Hotline Miami when the room clears out and I yeah. suddenly survived it. I'm like and holy the sound shit. just cuts out. Yeah, I like that. You feel like you did something pretty amazing and horrible yeah like you feel like you really devastated people yeah and this one the you get swarmed by stuff and you can pop these uh med kits that'll regen your health like mm-hmm. you are very very fragile but they constantly are giving you shit to get your stuff back yeah um and you have a weapon wheel that has a handful of different guns you can only pick up bullets if you have the slots and if you reload you'll have more slots to pick up the bullets like I don't know. It's a very weird thing, and I had never heard of it until I saw it on the up-and-coming... Do you watch loading bars to determine if you're going to be able to get more slots? Uh, no, it just has loading. Okay, good. Need, <laughs> need some loading. Safe. Because that's what I'm into these days. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, maybe I just need Hotline Miami on the Switch. I don't know. Oh, that game. Still so good. Yeah, I never finished 2. I enjoyed 2. It's not as good, even though it's a lot of the same, but it is still so good. I have I have both the vinyl sets now. So uh you got me the one for two and mm-hmm. then I got the Kickstarter the for the first one, yeah. <coughs> um anyway, it's it's an interesting thing and again Tiny Builds putting stuff out there that I there can't be a big market for, but it's cool that it's out there. Yeah. I uh, still like Speedrunner. Speed yeah, Speedrunners is fun. I don't think I've played it since it was out of early access though. I have once, and I was like surprised by the stuff. I was like, "Oh, there's this stuff now." More, more things. More things. Because hmm. yeah. I think I hadn't played it in like a really early build. Yeah, yeah. And then I, it was. It's fun. Cool. It was cool to see. I I remember liking it a lot, and just a solid couch multi. Yeah. Uh, do you got anything else you want to go through before we uh, talk about anything? Uh, nah. I think that's good. All I think right. That's a shoe. Yeah, really um, big shoe. Shout out to Rogue Aces. It's another fun Switch game. That's basically a another version of Loot Trousers. Loot That's your type of game, side scroller plane game, um, with a really chunky, cartoony art style. But it was 
fairly cheap and just mechanically sound. Um, That's what they call me, mechanically sound. My nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can uh, find more Explosive Magico, explosivemagico.com. Friend us on Steam. Waspod at Gmail. At Twitters, it's at Waspod. Though I haven't been tweeting very much in a long time. Uh, Waspod group in Steam. Uh, I'm so Dibno, D Y B N O, Joey's Clockface on Steam. Get in that uh, Kalimba game. Group. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, before the next show, you're gonna be like, oh shit, what happened? It's gonna, the next show is gonna be a little while. Okay, well, by the next one. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Sign us out. Um, also, you know, uh, as always, check out the other Explosive Magico shows. Um, LOLJK, um, the Explosive Ma- Movie Show. That's the one. Yeah, that, that's the ticket. <laughs> um, there's also there's a, another show that Joey and I host that's called um, Whack Freestyling uh, with uh, MC JoJo here. I and hate that. I'm our dog. And it's uh, a lot of us just um, sitting around. I mean, if, if if you listen to episode, I think the first episode, you can just hear us kicking it off with some whack uh, freestyling. Uh, Joe, you can give him a little taste. Uh, no, I actually can't. I'm not in the whack mood. Okay, I'll, I'll go. It's uh, our dog here, and I like to drink beer. JoJo is my co-host. And... <laughs> If you like that, uh, that goes on which, for which you don't. So <laughs> this is about forty-five minutes to three hours per episode. Um, episode six was a little weird. That was where we were huffing gasoline, and after an hour of me doing what I thought was freestyling, I realized we weren't recording anything, and I wasn't even at the studio. Um, <laughs> It was a strange day for me. But anyways, <laughs> check that out. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good one. I hate that show. All right, we'll see you next time. See ya. <laughs>